0: Uh, we miss him but it's so good to have unity in the body and to have fellow believers who who back us I preached a couple weeks ago about being stronger together and this is an example of that, we are stronger when we unite together so without further ado let's give it up for Andrew James
1: what I'm doing I might put this down. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah,
2: hey, you want me to move
1: it? i yes. the oh, yeah.
3: we'll get out of
1: your way. I was going to let us
3: both do it. You did great. you easy.
1: Man. Sweet. What it do. How y'all doing? Good. Good? Amazing. Alright. So, first off, thank you for contacting me to come back. You guys are the best. I love this place. Um. I had, I had a good time at camp. It was good that you guys joined us for camp. Did you guys have a good time at camp this year? Oh, yeah. yeah. Good. Good. I think most of you, most of you went. I would say, right? Most people in this room went. Yeah. Good. So you point out the two, yeah. Who's the two that weren't at camp? I, at camp.
2: I <laughs> think camp. everybody here was at camp. Right? Malaya, Ty. Three, like three of us. Three of us. Oh, front row.
1: It's all good. You're here. But you're in the front row, so you're chilling. Good job. Good job. Um, no, camp was amazing, though. Um you guys be back next year, I'm guessing? Oh, yeah. be back next year? Amazing. Good. Yes. Yeah, it was great. It was great to come in and see a lot of familiar faces, because I've, I've been here before, but then I saw you at camp, so now I know you know you, so it's, that's amazing. Um, I was talking to Romani about how much I, I love this group and the leadership in this group. Um, the pastors and then Dan and all you guys are just great people. Um, and we talked about at length just the the impact that leading youth has on the kingdom. Because um, to be honest, I think the enemy targets the youth more than anybody. Uh, he doesn't target the adults because they're not the next generation of disciples. He targets the youth because he knows the youth are going to grow up and lead people into the kingdom. So why not get them while they're young and impressionable? So um, it's a heavy burden you guys hold. So i want gonna give you props for that. Um, doing God's work. So um yeah, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be talking a little bit today. I I talked to uh, Pastor Dan about how I'm gonna be doing a discussion-based thing today. So um, we're gonna be I'm gonna be kind of how's this sound? Is it quiet? Can you hear me? Here you go. Test <laughs> test test all right, I'm gonna go without it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so we're gonna do a discussion-based thing today. Um, it's going to be a little bit of preaching, talking, preaching, talking. So if you um, if you have something you want to say, please do so. If you have questions, please do so. We're not here to sugarcoat right. the, the gospel. We're not here to, to walk away confused about things. So I want us to get at length, uh, get it in, in detail with these things. So if you have a question on something I say, raise your hand. I will be asking questions. If you don't raise your hand, I will be choosing people. Um, right. So... If you're looking at me, then it means you're interested, and it means you want to answer. If you're not looking at me, that means you're interested. So either way, you're gonna get you're gonna get picked. Um, not everybody. If, they, if people are raising their hands, you know, um, we don't want to leave this place and not have learned anything. So, um, and then also our. Pastoral staff and stuff. If you guys have something you want to butt in at any moment, please raise your hand. We'll do that as well. So um, I won't be up here spitting as much as usual, yelling and spitting and, and preaching as much as usual. It'll be kind of mixed in. But um, I think the topic I have right now is uh, is going to be good for us. So if we can stand real quick, we're going to pray. Yeah. Um, we'll get into it. Bow your heads. Lord, we thank you and we praise you your mercy, kindness, and grace. We thank you for your goodness, God. I ask that right now you would just touch somebody's heart and mind and soul, Lord, that you would give someone strength in this place today, that somebody would lose this place feeling changed, empowered, and encouraged in the name of Jesus, that right now you would help me to speak a word that is directed from you, Lord, that I would not say something based on personal opinion, but I would do it backed by the kingdom, backed by the gospel, backed by what you've done, Lord. I ask that. Right now, at least one person would leave this place feeling touched by you yes. and changed by you, Lord, that my words would go into somebody's heart, God, and that you would help me to be the vessel that I am meant to be, Lord. Right now, we thank you and we praise you in advance. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. So, today I'm going to be talking to you about a very interesting subject. By the way, I came straight from work. That's so why I look like a bum right now. I usually don't look like this. I would usually come with my hair done like a nice little, you know, button up or something. But I got hey, hat on. see so your hair's out of your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I've been tying it up lately actually. Um but I usually have like, you know, my hair my hair nice nice and tied up, looking like juice a little bit. Um a little button up and and you know looking looking slick. But right now I look kinda like a bum. So just know I came from cleaning cars. Thank you. Thank you. Um So yeah, that's why I look like a bum, that's the story. Uh, So I'm gonna be talking today about a subject um, that has just been on my heart recently. And I think it's something that's very important that that has to be honestly uh, discussed. So that's why I wanna talk to you about this today. Um, And the topic i will be talking about is religion. Tell your neighbor religion. 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 Tell your other neighbor religion. 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 So yeah, we're gonna be talking about religion today. And the reason I'm gonna talk about religion is because I feel as if the the concept of religion has been misconstrued. I feel as if the purpose of religion has been misconstrued and the act of religion has been misconstrued. Um, so I kinda of wanna break this down today and talk about why, why I feel this way. Wow. Um, so good. question number one, what is religion? What is religion? We'll start off back there. Traditions of man. Traditions of men. okay, good. Anybody else? There's no wrong answers. I would say it's a uh, set of beliefs. Set of beliefs. Yeah. Exactly. Did I yeah, steal yeah, it yeah. from you? <laughs> the two are one. Yeah, yeah set of beliefs. Uh, anybody else? The only wrong answer is like a fish or something. Something that's obviously <laughs> <laughs> not religion. Um, it might be somebody's religion, man. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, anybody else? System. System. Like a belief system? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else? Anything else? Going once, going twice, going three times. You look like you wanted to say something. Okay, you're good. We'll come back to you because I know you got a lot to say and how to tell. Alright, cool. Um yeah, no, you're right. Um you said man's traditions. Man's traditions, you system said, of beliefs, system of beliefs. Yeah, 100 percent Um these are these are all like all all correct completely. Um so I'm gonna break down the Oxford language's definition of religion. Right. Um, it says the belief in and worship of a superhuman power or powers, especially a god or gods there's over 4,000 religions on earth approximately 7.8 billion humans on earth and approximately 2.3 billion people are subscribed to this religion that we follow Christianity, or 31% of the population are Christians and um, the, the reason I want to really talk about religion today is, like I said, I feel as if it's been misconstrued, and you may be wondering why I bring up religion so much in this aspect and why I want to talk about it, and the reason why is because I'd like to argue the point that though religion was formed for the church, religion is not to be the foundation of the church. Mm, that's good. Religion was formed for the church, but not to be the foundation of the church and I'm gonna break this down with scripture so you don't think I'm just some random kid that's telling you not to be religious because we are religious right, we are Christians. right. we're Christians a Christian is a follower and worshiper of Jesus Christ we are religious that's just the reality I'm religious I pray I sing I worship I read my Bible etc this could be categorized as religious things which isn't a bad thing but I'm gonna break down real quick why religion is formed for the church but not to be the foundation of the church Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7 verse 21 through 23, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you, depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. In the book of James, James said, it's it's James chapter 1 verse 26. And twenty-seven. If anyone thinks himself to be religious and yet does not brittle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this man's religion is worthless. Pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and Father is this: to visit orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself unstained by the world. And even the Pharisees, if you're similar, if you're familiar with the the Pharisees, they were very religious, yet they denied the holiness of Jesus. And Jesus spoke to the Pharisees in Matthew twenty-three. 27 and 28, and said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you are like whitewashed tombs, which on the outside appear beautiful, but inside they are full of dead men's bones and an uncleanliness. Verse 28 says, So you too outwardly appear righteous to men, but inwardly you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. So ask, what do these three passages have in common? Think about it for a second. Give it like a, a nine-second thought. What do these three passages have in common? Anybody got anything?
2: Could
1: you could you read the three passages? Again? What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I can. You want me to? <laughs> yeah. I'll do it a little quicker. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I was being all <laughs> dramatic and preachy. I was being, like, dramatic and preachy, and, like, I'm going to just read it. I'm going to just read it. Matthew chapter 7, 21-23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. James said if anyone thinks himself to be religious and yet does not brittle his tongue, but deceives his own heart. This man's religion is worthless, pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and father is this. To visit orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unsustained by the world. And then the Pharisees, uh, Jesus was talking to them in, in Matthew, said, Woe well to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which are on the outside appear beautiful, but inside they are full of dead men's bones and uncleanliness. So you too outwardly appear righteous to men, but inwardly you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Those are the three. Ah, your hand almost came up. So, the
4: uh, similarity. Is all of them were doing supposedly, like, Christian works, but they didn't really know God or have faith. Mm, that's
1: good. Very good. That is the correct answer. Anybody else have something to add? They're all
4: three
1: hypocrites? I think it said hypocrite in all three. Yeah. I think <laughs> Jesus, Jesus called them. <laughs> Jesus said in at least two of these that they were. I'd argue with him. But yeah, you're, you're not wrong. Um, anything else? By the way, that was an amazing definition. Yeah. Um, anyone else have anything? They were all, like,
4: full as Christians.
1: yeah, yeah yeah um, yeah completely correct any of the leaders have anything to say or no I, what came to my mind was bad religion bad religion yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's a
0: definition of what bad religion looks like Yeah, yeah. in the bible
1: it's crazy because the pharisees considered themselves so religious yet they denied the power of Jesus right. isn't that crazy you're so right. religious and you know your God so well but yet you don't know your God at all right. that's deep, right. that's deep. Right. Um, so yeah complete, completely correct they are opposing as as these religious people who outwardly seem to be perfect, but in the inside, their hearts are cruel. And I have a, a, a verse right here which breaks it down great. James 2.26, you've all heard this. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Yeah. Faith without works is dead also. So I want to ask this. What's the purpose of religion? What's the purpose? To set
3: apart people, like, ultimately, like, did 100%. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. hundred percent. There's multiple definitions for this by the way. For the right. multiple reasons why we have religion. Um so yeah, to set us apart. Um scripture says that we were called to be apart from the world. Um, right. not to not to conform to the world, but to be witness to the world. Um anybody else have anything? What's the purpose of religion? Go ahead. Inside of? Great answer. Yeah. Hundred percent. You know, because it's parameters to live inside of. Yeah, right. so example. Yeah. Yeah. to live by. Mm-hmm. To maintain a baseline morality of some sort. Right. Yeah, that's so good. Um, Did you say
4: lifestyle?
1: Yeah, yeah to main, maintain a, 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 a you know proper lifestyle according to the biblical doctrine, etc. But yeah, hundred percent. So good. I feel like it's to unify
2: with like-minded people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, scripture talks about unity. Where two of you are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. That's what that's what Jesus said. Two or three are gathered in my name. They're my in the midst of them. That's that's why we're in church. You know, people could say church is religious. People ask me, "Are you super religious?" I'm like, "Well, I'm I'm trying to be a follower of, of Christ. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> am I super religious? I guess. Right. Is it because I want to be super religious? Not necessarily.
2: God fearing
1: man. I'm a God. I'm a God fearing man. Uh, to be religious is a, is a good thing though. Right. As long as you're doing it for the right reasons, right? right. Um, but completely right. Yeah. Uh, anybody else got anything else? Yeah. Um, That's so good that that first
0: scripture that you read is like a soft spot with me. Like yeah. me and me and Pastor. Have, how many times, like in yeah. that right now? How many times have we quoted that scripture lately? Like it's it's because Faith of, works is dead. Is yeah. No. The, the the first one you quoted about many will say Lord Lord. <laughs> I knew me, he,
1: I never knew you. Yeah.
0: But he says they say we prophesy. Yeah. We cast out demons. Name, right, like, right. we did all of these amazing yeah. things. Like, I've done a lot for God. I don't know if I've cast out a devil yet. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. but but at the same time, he's like, I never knew you. So, this topic that you're on is incredible because yeah. religion, I've heard so many people say, I hate religion and religion is bad. 100%. And I've always, there's been something in me that's like, ah, there, there's a, there's good. In religion. Yes. If it's not a bad religion. Religion
1: is meant to be good. Right. How's that? That's so It's meant, meant to be good. Right. Religion without relationship is where it gets changed. Yeah. I'll stop you there before you start preaching. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. No. <laughs> You're completely right. You're completely right. Um, all of these answers are, are 100% correct. I don't know if I just broke your answer. You're okay. It's um, breaking All of these answers are 100% correct. I feel like a lot of times we come to church for the singing and the preaching and the flashy words in the prayer um, and, and we come here for the rituals that we do um, in, in religion but honestly I'm here to tell you right now that God did not put himself in the form of a man to die in the name of religion right. he put himself in the form of a man to die for a relationship with you right. and that gets to the point that he literally just said the Pharisees were so religious and so perfect but they didn't even know who God was God was standing in their presence Right in front of them, yet he questioned who God was, questioned that Jesus was holy. And uh, I, I think all these things are completely correct, there's multiple reasons for religion. Um, but I think the main reason, the main one true purpose of religion is, like you said, to grow and maintain our relationship with Jesus. The main purpose of religion is to grow and maintain our relationship with Jesus, But the reason why I'm preaching against certain aspects of religion right now is not the certain aspects I'm preaching against, it's what we have religion as in our hearts. We get so caught up in being religious and doing these rituals and singing and this and that that we lose sight of the purpose of why we're being religious in the first place. The purpose of being religious is so that we can stay in contact with our God, so that we can know him more personally, so that we can have a relationship with Jesus. We're not religious just to be flashy and religious. We don't pray these prayers. We don't pray the Lord's Prayer to seem cool and seem like we know something different than other people. We pray our Father which art in heaven to our Father which art in heaven. We don't be religious for the sake of religious, but we do it so that we can maintain our relationship with Jesus. See, cause religion is in the set list, but the relationship is in the worship. And while the religion is in the sermon, the relationship is in the word of God. And religion's in the words, but relationships in the actual prayer that's prayed. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with religion because we are all religious and we should be that way. But we have to understand that we are religious for the purpose of the relationship. That's what we have to understand. And we have to get that in our heads. So, because the 5,000 weren't fed in the name of religion. The 5,000 were fed in the name of Jesus. The mute didn't talk in the name of religion. They talked in the name of Jesus. The lame didn't walk in the name of religion. They walked in the name of Jesus. Demons aren't cast out in the name of religion. They're cast out in the name of Jesus. So we have to understand we have religion because we have Jesus. It is, it is something to help, help us keep those baseline principles of why we follow the God that we serve. So we have to understand that. We have this religion that we have so that we can maintain our relationship with Jesus. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Anybody have anything else to add on to that? 12 months, twice, three times. Good. So we're making sense. Um, Yeah. Let me make it clear one more time. Religion is a good thing. Like you said, religion was made to be a good thing. But when religion in and of itself and the rituals of religion are your baseline, then that's a foundation that's going to fall. Religion isn't your baseline. Jesus is your baseline, right. and our religion keeps us in contact with Jesus. Right. Mm. Does that make sense? Good. The, the Pharisees were religious, but they didn't know Jesus. Right. If that says anything about it, the Pharisees tried to appear as if they were these perfect people, yet they denied the God that was in front of them. Right. Someone asks us how do we grow our relationship with God and do that while making sure we're religious for the right reasons? How do we grow our relationship with God? It can be something practical. Go ahead, Spend Judah. Time, right? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Spending time in prayer. Yeah. Building that relationship, like you were saying. Yeah, 100. Yeah, Spending time in prayer—that's huge. Right. Prayer is an intimate one-on-one time with God. Prayer is literally like how I'm talking to you right now. Right. Prayer is that with God. Yeah. It's you literally—you'd be surprised. At all things that are revealed through prayer. Right. There's been times where I was at an altar in tears praying to Jesus. I said, Lord, I need you to to show me your presence right now, and a moment after you showed me, because prayer is an intimate conversation with Jesus. And I'll actually tell you this scenario. So during um, with the Oxford tragedy that happened, I think it was a couple years ago, um, it hit me. I live in Orion, but that's not why. It just it really just hurt me personally a lot. It hurt everybody, but it was uh, I was I was really caught up in it. Um, and we had a, a prayer the Wednesday after at our church and um, we prayed for, for Oxford and prayed for the community and everything. Um, and with my, I have a business, it's a detailing business, um, that's where I came from. But with with my business, prior to that situation, I've been asking God to give me some kind of purpose that can help me to stay locked in with him and to, to help someone and to seek and save someone with my religion, because I felt cleaning cars wasn't actually gonna advance the kingdom um, at that moment. Maybe it'll give me the finance to be able to go in other places and and minister but at that moment i didn't think that there was anything i could do to really advance the kingdom so i was caught up in this and then this situation happened and then i was i was just i was really sad about it and we were we were praying on that wednesday and i prayed and i went to the altar in tears and said lord i'm asking right now that you will give me something i can do to help bless this community Give me some opportunity, open some door to help me be able to bless this community as they're going through what they're going through. I want to be able to help someone with what I do in my daily life, because sometimes when I have my my business, I I get tied up in it and I lose sight of the things that truly matter, which is advancing the kingdom. Um, but I was praying this prayer and I was at the altar in tears, and you know I le- I left the altar and I was sad about it and I was you know hugging my friends and stuff, um, and then I got a text on my phone from someone from the, the funeral home and said, we have a hearse that we would like to get cleaned. Um, we saw your name in some places, but we would like for you to clean this hearse for the victims. Let us know the price, let us know if you can do it, but we need it done so that they can be blessed and the families can have something that that's good for them to see at least right now. And I prayed that God would help me have something to open a door so that I can help be a change or help impact someone's life through the kingdom and honestly I didn't think anything would come of it but I was praying in tears asking begging and pleading that he would show me something And the moment after I leave prayer I get this notification that they've contacted my detailing business to clean their hearse so I was able to do that on the house I was able to, to talk to them about Jesus I'm not friends with them on Facebook friends with them on Instagram <laughs> They're planning on coming to my church very soon, and um, I don't know. I was uh, I was in a place where I, I was really broken, and then I came to the altar in prayer, asking Jesus to open a door for me. And the second after I was done praying, He opened that door for me. There's certain <laughs> things that just are not coincidence. Mm-hmm. Certain things are not coincidence. I'm telling you. And you said pray to God. That there's I mean, what else? What else is there to do? What so, else is there to do other than pray to God for what we need? That's what
0: makes, like, to me, that's the difference between just religion and relationship. Yeah, yeah. is if God's real or not. Yeah, if God's not real, it's then religion. religion. Yeah, and who wants any more of that? But, it, but if God's real, then it's not. It's not just about religion anymore. Yeah. it's it's literally about getting to know somebody who's real. Hundred
1: percent. Hundred percent. It's it's kind of like the difference between an acquaintance and a friend. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you know that person, but you're not friends with them, then there's a huge difference between that. You know, you've heard about God, but if you don't know God, then there's a difference between those two. Right. There's a contrast between them um, that's evident and that's obvious. Um, So I say that to say, when you pray, it's an intimate moment for you to talk to God between you and God. We don't pray so that the person next to us thinks that we're all this and that. We don't pray so that we look a certain way. And frankly, if people judge us next to us for praying, that's between them and God. And we pray that God would open up their, their heart, open up their mind to, to see things in a different light. But we pray so that we can talk to God one-on-one. That's one-on-one time with Jesus. So 100%. Basically, I say, I just say yes, prayer is very important. Um, what's another way that we can advance our relationship with God? It can be basic stuff
4: just to make sure that everything that we do doesn't involve us but Him. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes like um, people who are religious without relationship can hurt people. Yeah. And 100%. I feel like that makes a huge difference. So if you're going around hurting people in any religion or saying it's God, it's really not Yeah. because He's not about division yeah. or Yeah. you telling people something that the word says but it's like the way yeah. you're going about it isn't godly at all. 100%. So just doing anything that you can to maintain a relationship, but also, like, does this reflect what the Lord would say? Does this is reflect his heart? Because if it does, it'll bring people together yeah. rather than, like,
1: divide and yeah. hurt people. Yeah, so, that's great. That's so exactly. good. We hear, we hear the phrase church hurt a lot. Yeah, yeah. How people run away from the church because the church hurt them by telling them they're going to hell for this or they're going to hell to that. Truth is, we don't have the right to tell people if they're going to hell or not. The only person who chooses that is God, and that's between them and God. And if you're telling people that they're going to hell for a certain thing, then that's between you and God, because we are not the final judge. That is God alone. It's the church's job to seek and to save the lost, and this is found in Scripture. It is a job of a believer of Christ to seek and save lost souls and to bring them into the kingdom of heaven with us. Our purpose of being on this earth is to bring as many individuals to the kingdom of heaven as possible. Right. That's why we're here for that reason. Right. We're not here to just to be in a different place on a, on a Wednesday night. We're here to seek and to save. And always just, just firing these religious things at people and telling them that they're wrong for this or they're wrong for that. That's not what Jesus... Called for us to do. And that's not what Jesus did. That's crazy. To be a Christian is to be a follower and worshiper of Jesus. Yeah. So if you're doing something that doesn't follow what Jesus did, right? Then, I mean, your religion is vain. Yeah.
0: Frankly, I heard someone say, "If you tell someone they're going to hell, you're calling Jesus a loser." Because his job was to make sure everybody goes to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. basically telling him, "No, you, right. you're not going to pull this off." Yeah. Like,
1: I also heard it was um. A conversation somebody with somebody else, somebody else and I forgot, I forgot exactly who and what they were talking about, but they said something about an individual and how they were like lost or something, and um, how they had wanted to tell them that they're wrong or something like that. And the other person said, I don't even think God could save them. I said, You have the nerve to talk about what God can and can't do, right? If God has the power to put himself in the form of a man and to create this universe. And to put DNA in our bodies, right. God can save a lost soul. Amen. How many lost souls did He save in the gospel? Right. Amen. A lot. How many people did He heal in the Gospels? A right. lot. Right. So our job as believers is to seek and to save the lost in spirit and in truth. Right. In spirit and in truth, because we, we walk God. by faith and
3: not by sight. You know, the great thing about what everybody's saying, is, I love what Sister said. like we got to realize. Even if it hurts, trust me, there's things in life that are going to hurt you, but God is already healed. Yeah, that's right. Now, like before the foundations of the earth, we're healed through it because we're standing in heavenly places. So, the image bearers that we have to be reminded of constantly that's why we have to Yeah, I love these men in this church, man, because they constantly remind me of that 100%.
1: Yes, yeah, it's good. like that verse where two or three are gathered in my name. There I am and the <laughs> in the midst of it. So all it takes all right. is two or three. It doesn't take a, a two thousand person congregation. We're, we're here because the unification of the body right. is of utmost importance. That's because true. we want to go to the kingdom unified. We don't want to go to the kingdom solo. Right. You know what I mean.
2: I feel like I've I've fallen. Watched myself fall to being a religionist instead of a relationship. Yeah. And through that, you know you can hear the word of God and hear other people preach the word of God and what everybody else thinks about the word of God. And then I watched myself believe all of that and as I got older, I realized if you're not reading the Bible to yourself, building that relationship for yourself, then you're just a follower of what everyone's saying. Mm -hmm. So to have a relationship with God, I think number one, you better be reading your Bible or else you're not even going to know your guidelines in which to
1: stay. Yeah, yeah. And that's another amazing thing. Why why or what's a way to get closer and have a better relationship with God? You got to read your Bible. Go read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You want to know God? Go read the go read the Gospels. Right. Go read what Jesus did. When he was walking in a crowd, saw somebody on the side of the the road who was ridiculed, and he stopped in his tracks, turned around, picked that person up, and healed them. That's who our God is. Right. Our God is a healer, a provider, and he is merciful. So for us to not be merciful to the people who need the most mercy right. is not of God. It's
2: right. Right.
1: not of God. We talk about, the word refined means to, so when you refine metal, you, you cleanse it, you polish it, you burn off all of the impurities. So to, so to be refined is to, to be purified. It's to purify metal, but when you put it in a, a biblical terminology to be refined is just to be purified by the blood of Jesus. And we understand that the world really needs refinement, but how can the world experience the refinement through Christ if the church doesn't experience the refinement first? We have to be refined for the world to be refined, because our job is to seek and save the lost. So how are we going to ridicule and go against lost people when we're lost in and of ourselves? Right. If it were us against the devil, let me tell you right now, because the enemy is cunning, and he's right. been here since before the earth was here. Right. If it were us against the devil, we would lose. Right. Because the devil knows scripture.
4: Right.
1: And right. demons know scripture. Right. But when we abide by the Holy Spirit, we win every single time. Right. Every right. single right. time. right? Because the devil may know scripture, but we have the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. Which goes against anything that the enemy can throw at us.
4: Right. You hear what I'm right. saying? This right. This is yeah. very important yeah. stuff right
1: now. When we dwell in the Holy Spirit, walk by faith and not by sight. Walk according to our spirit rather than our flesh. Nothing can come against us. Nothing can come against us. And that doesn't mean we won't be tempted because Jesus was tempted. Right. We're going to be tempted, but when we conform, that's when the devil is starting to get at us. But we have to understand that we push all things back because of the name of Jesus. Right. So the devil tried to tempt Jesus, and he said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Right. He said that in the wilderness. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, right. Stefan has been killing this subject on yeah. Sunday up front. Is, is it, am I lying, guys? I like, some, he, I yo, somebody. you missed. Oh, yeah. Go back and watch it, because I'm not kidding you. You need, you need it. Like Stefan has been killing it. And it's all based on that scripture where Jesus gets baptized and he's led into the wilderness. He's not led into the wilderness. He's drove into the wilderness where he is tempted by the devil. He's with the wild beast and he's with the angels. Stefan has been killing it. But me and Pastor went out to eat and we were talking and he said, you know, that scripture is written in in the Greek. It could have used led by the spirit, persuaded by the spirit, gently told by the spirit. (laughs) But it doesn't. It says that Jesus was driven, forcefully driven by the Spirit. And then you see all the other places where Jesus is crying blood and he's like, let this cup pass for me.
4: Yeah.
0: And in that, after I left that conversation with Pastor, it dawned on me the God of the world was struggling with flesh. Yeah. Like how powerful! Mm-hmm. is your flesh yeah, yeah, yeah like if you live one day as a christian that's a miracle like that's a miracle from yeah. god like yeah. where life is, goes from order to chaos yeah only God can take it from chaos back to order yeah like nothing else 100 it shouldn't it shouldn't work that way and the way. reality
1: is we're gonna we're gonna fight our flesh um right but beyond that we're gonna fight the enemy all throughout our lives and temptations and and things of the enemy. Ephesians right. 6.12 says, "We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Mm. In all things, we're fighting against the enemy and who the enemy is putting in our lives to distract us from the kingdom. Right. right. Um, so yeah, read the Bible, pray, come to church. That's why we have each other. Right. Seriously, that's why we have each other. Because right. like, if, if something in the world is coming against you, you want to fall back on the body. Come
3: on, man. Right. Yeah. You're going to fall yeah, back on the body. Yeah,
1: if something in the world is coming against you, you have to, not once, you have to fall back on the body. Right. right. Yeah. right. You right. have to fall back on the body of Christ and the people around you. I'll say that verse again. This is my third time saying it. Where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them." Yeah. Right. That's why we're here. That's so good. That's why we're here. The unification of the body advances the kingdom. That's why we're here. Right. Right. And that's why I say i wanna, I want to have a serious conversation right here because we're not here to just sugarcoat things because that's not going to do good for anybody. Right. We're here to talk about Jesus. We're here to get down and talk about <laughs> the specifics of it and talk about why we're here, what we're here for, and what we're going to get out of this. Yeah. this. This is what it's... I mean, truth isn't always bubbly, happy news. Right. Sometimes truth is something that you're not going to want to hear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But when you dwell in your flesh, you don't like truth. You like what the flesh likes. Right That's why we dwell in spirit and in truth. Nice. That's why the verse says in spirit and in truth. So, so yeah, those are ways. <laughs> um, my last question. What do we get? What do we gain from building our relationship with God? What do we gain? This is my final question and then we'll, we'll conclude here.
3: I would say you lose a lot. But life is a good cost cause because it's like you get the fruits of spirit. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's, so like
4: you gain, you lose a lot. But you gain,
1: you Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy to be a Christian. Yeah. By the right. way, <laughs> if you didn't, if you haven't learned that by now, it is not easy to be a Christian. Right. But it's very, very, very rewarding. Right. Because a high from from a drink or a smoke or something is nothing like the high from high, the right. Holy come Spirit. On. Right. Yeah. Come on. I, I put it on post list. I
2: like, I came mean come high on Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> come on. <Yeah>. Seriously. <laughs>
1: 100%. 100%. You do lose a lot. You lose friends. Yeah. You lose riches. Uh, I posted a scripture the other day. It said, He who is diligent in his business will stand mighty amongst kings and will not be amongst mean men. It's hard to be diligent in things in life. It's hard to be moral in things in life. And you lose the ability to do other things when you conform to the kingdom because you have to sacrifice certain things. But the disciples sacrifice their livings to follow Jesus. Right. They left fishing. They left their business. They left this and that to follow Jesus. You lose that, but you gain a lot of things which are going to break down. But you gain the world. You know, you gain eternity. Right. You gain the Holy Spirit.
4: Right.
1: You gain this. Yeah. I trust all of you more than some random stranger, by the way. Because you're here right now. Yeah. Right. I've gained this. Right. You've gained this. You've right. gained mentors. You've gained people who can help guide you. You've gained... If somebody wants to learn drums, ask the drummer. Right. Yeah. You get you gain a lot of stuff. The small right. things. Yeah. Um. Anybody else have something? Well, we, I saw like four hands were up. Go ahead.
4: Well, I was gonna say salvation and be like, oh yeah, I get it, but it's like I don't think we understand like how real heaven and hell actually is. Yes. And so it's like even when you're talking about that first, like that God was like, I never knew even what that gave me <clears> these <throat> but it's like if I just follow the Lord, even though it's hard like you said you gain so much more but you do lose a lot but at the end of the day it's like I'm not here to gain stuff from this world like that's not right. that I wanna, like I not want to like make money I want to of course you want all those things but like I'm here to like live my life and bring as many people with me to say that way the Lord can say, like I need you like that's yeah. that, those are the words that I want to hear yeah. it's all well done so it's like so the, you gotta, you gotta hmm. think. Okay, what makes more sense to like have this pile of riches and whatever the world may offer, but really they're not offering you anything. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah.
4: It's like I, I love that we
3: have salvation to look forward to.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
3: You know, hearing what she's saying is like I look at it and like it, Where the Bible said, you know, you gain or world, lose your soul. I just pulled that verse up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Bible says verse first became God and all these things. He already knows the things that pertains to this life that we need. Right. Now, this is a thing that I'm dealing with currently. In this yeah. very moment, he knows what I need, right. but my heart has been switched around where I want my heart to reflect his heart. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So right. that. Knowing that all these things will be added, Lord, take this heart of stone and give me a heart of flesh. Yeah. Right? that I can serve you with purity and heart, mm. mind, and soul, and truth mm. and in love. And love those who
1: are persecuted. Yeah, all right. these things get added to you when yeah. you have your heart set on the Father and His yeah. will. It's good,
3: right?
1: yeah. You just said, "Love those who persecute you." That's, I believe, that's in Matthew chapter five or six when Jesus is a sermon on the mount. Right. He says, "You've been told to hate your enemies, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who, who persecute you." Um, and this is that verse Jesus was saying this. For what will a prophet of man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in the glory of His Father with His angels and will then repay every man according to his deeds. Truly I say to you, there are some of those who are standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. You said eternal life. Heaven is used over 500 times in the Bible. John chapter 10 says, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is uh, unseen. The second Corinthians, since what is seen is temporary, but what is not seen is eternal. Romans six twenty three says, "For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord." So that, I mean, that's one thing we gain is eternity. Eternity, right? Right. right. It's everything. Eternity. Right. That's everything. Right. See, right. We
2: keep saying we, you know, we lose so much. We gotta give up so much. When, you know, when you're in it, you don't always see what you're in. And I think one thing that Danny and I always get is you've got people on the outside who are
1: looking in and yeah. they're like, you have
2: everything, everything, yeah. everything. Right. I want what you have and you're sitting there going, I don't to and drink and I don't know. to all these things that I don't and they're like, I want what you have and what I have is Jesus. That's yeah. the only thing that we're Yeah, yeah. We are the same. I yeah. got God on my side. hundred percent.
1: hundred percent. Yeah, That's huge. That's huge. Um we so we gain eternity. Anybody have anything else to add to that? This is great by the way. This is exactly what I wanted this discussion. This is so you know I am saying like this is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, good. We also gain mortal provision. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we also gain mortal provision. Uh, which is mentioned two hundred and fifty plus times in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Um Isaiah forty one ten says, Do not fear for I am with you, do not be afraid, for I am your God, I will strengthen you, I will also help you, I will also uphold you with my righteous right hand. Second Corinthians twelve nine says, My grace is all you need, for my power is the greatest when you are weak. Romans eight eleven says, But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies, though his spirit through his spirit who dwells in you. Acts one eight says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth he's going to provide our mortal being our mortal bodies right. yeah. he's going to provide with us what we need I was at a pulpit in tears and he said you know what here's something where you can help change somebody's life Right. right. and I thanked him for it right. it's a sad situation to be in in the first place but I went to the altar and prayed in Jesus name please show me something open up a door for me just like that okay. sometimes he won't answer your prayers just like that that's right.
2: all you have, though. that's our mindset every day we wake up like that
1: yeah. every day.
2: Yeah. Test it and see right. who you don't come in contact with yeah. and whose life you don't change it. God puts right in your path for a specific reason.
1: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. There's so many so many times where I prayed something, and I'm young, so like you know, I'm not like a older guy who is just always gonna pray a responsible prayer. But there's been times where I've prayed something and I look back, if I would have got it at that time, I could have torn me apart, right? Yeah. I yeah. could have torn me apart. It's like the Garth Brooks he, song. You
3: trigger something though. <laughs> it, you said a responsible prayer, The yeah. regardless of age,
1: but yet I look at the scripture where the Bible says David was a man after the God That's a God God's on heart. heart, yeah. Go look at Psalms
3: responsible prayer. He yeah. was wrong. Yeah,
1: He was grinding. Right. 100%. Lord,
3: take these dudes out because right. they're persecuting me. you Judah, right. just, read, Judah just read. Judah just read 140. And he was like, you know. In our inward You're right. you right. grinding. Yeah. That's good. 100%, That's right. Good. That's good. 100% That's right. Good. right.
2: That's good. Yeah. I used to think, you don't keep praying for things. You don't keep asking for things. The Bible's like, yeah, keep do. asking. Keep You're
5: praying. Praying. Just has to pray a bold
1: prayer. Right. So it's a prayer, bold prayer, and faith. Right. Prayer prayer, bold prayer, and faith. I believe that you receive it.
0: 100%. Right. Elijah just preached on faithfulness last week. Yeah. And he talked about the... the Who's Elijah? My boy. Yeah. They they talked about, you know, he read the scripture where the lady went before the unjust judge. And she kept mm-hmm. going back. Yeah. And in the end, God God's like, will I find faith like that when I return? Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't just stop. Right. You kept coming. Yeah, it's yeah. the faithfulness that brings that about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's good. 100%. Yeah, so, I mean, there's no more uh, no more here. The Holy Spirit is something else we gain. Right. Which is great.
0: Mentioned, oh, Predicts we, the future. Yeah. Right. Tells us the ways. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is a
1: superpower. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Because let me also say something. Well, let me good. also yeah. say something that is very real. Witchcraft is real. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh,
4: yeah.
1: Witchcraft is real. That's something that gives people dark powers that stuff's real right yeah mm-hmm. that's real as well yep yeah. but it never it never comes against the holy spirit and that's why i'm so faithful and people ask why i believe in jesus i've called in the name of jesus and he's answered me too many times for me not amen right. that's amen. why i believe in jesus amen. Even, right. the witches. even hey
2: did i get too far but call um, on jesus can i say something?
5: demons are powerful
1: right but they fall in the name of jesus amen, amen.
5: Can I say something? So, before I was in church and stuff, I think Dan and Candy are like the only ones that really know me from, well, right. you, didn't even me no, you didn't know me from you didn't know me from church. <laughs> but there was a time where I was seeking so much, that trying to find something to hook onto, to, that I started to do witchcraft. So it was a part of me and who I well, who I was at that time, right? right. right. Yeah. And let me tell you that the powers that you experience during that, yeah, they're real, they're real. And they're for sure real. The power you experience with the Holy Spirit, having the Holy Ghost, is so much more powerful than any right. witchcraft you could ever be a part of. And not only that, but the Holy Ghost gives you this peace. It gives you this comfort. Beyond like, all understanding. Always, 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 right. On, these somebody. things, this strength that hope. you can <laughs> begin to explain, explain or understand until you receive it. Until you have that. And so, when you when you talk about the powers, the things that you receive after you know coming to Christ, being in this mm-hmm. religion that is one of the biggest things, because then you have this power next to you, this within you, it's not just next to you, it's within you, and it's helping you proceed further into life. Mm, I love what you said also about, like, where two or three are gathered, because we forsake the assembly of God, right? Mm -hmm. We do. Mm -hmm. But it's in that building of... Everyone coming together, you yeah. build up the strength in a relationship. Mm. Everybody wants right. to say, "Oh, I can so have religion it. at home. I can pray to God at home." And yeah, you can, but you're fought more at home with your own flesh right. than you are when you're with people of like mind faith right? Right. and of like mind, because they're the ones that are going to be like, "Hey, you're 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 following right now." Yeah, but right. I'm here to help build you up. Yeah, but At right. home, you can be like, "I'm." Wow. Awesome. Whatever you're right. for me is who I am. I you're can still right. pray, and God's still talking to me. Yeah, but it's not the same as when you're with somebody.
1: Unity it's is accountability. It is. Amen. Sure so but That's I also good. feel like
3: when you have a mindset of I can do it at home, it's almost an automatic track for the adversary. Half of we are easily picked off. <laughs> 100%. Like you said, community, unity. Where, where two or three are gathered in my name are in this baguette where two or three are gathered in my name, can we send a thousand or in mean, a flight? I mean, we gotta understand that this, this connection
1: all amongst be each authentic. other. Right. Yeah. Powerful. powerful. Yeah. 100%. Let me tell you, I'm gonna be honest. The devil is a coward and he is a defeated foe. Come on. Right. He targets us in our weakness. Right. That's why it says God's strength has been perfect in our weakness. Yeah. Right. right. The devil targets us when we are in by ourselves. Right. right. The devil targets right. us when we're in our weakest moments. Right. right. But when we come together in unity, when the body comes together in unity, there's nothing he can do.
0: Like a roaring lion picks like, off the one that's out of the pack yeah. stuck off on happen. its own. Yeah. It yep. it's
1: You're your super
2: powerful with God and that I am weak. You're strong. He is strong. Yeah, he's he's that's awesome. Hundred percent. That's
1: so good. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. That's the end of my notes. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> 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 I appreciate you guys. No, we,
0: we we appreciate you, and we're gonna see you a lot more often, man. I'm telling you. That's so good. I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up quick, cause I, man, that was such a great. This was such a great experience today. I love that he did something different in this room. It wasn't just what we were used to, and it was godly. But there's something I, I'll just say real quick. The Bible just said you can have religion without Jesus. Right. Yeah. You can't have Jesus without religion. Yeah. Because Jesus came to establish religion. Yeah. Religion's not bad unless Jesus is not in it. If Jesus yeah. is not in it, it's bad religion. It will right. hurt people. It will destroy things. It will make things look bad. But if your religion is based on Jesus... It's a great religion. Yeah, man. It's, it's a great thing. Because that's what God established. He's the reason. He's the one that told us to come together. He's the one that said get baptized in my name. He's the one that said repent. He's the one that said wait and I'll send the Holy Spirit. That is all religion. Everything that we're practicing on this ground. Is what God came to earth to establish. Yeah. So I don't hate religion. No one should ever hate religion. We should hate bad religion. Yeah. We should hate religion. That's not based on God. Can
1: mm-hmm. I say it real quick? Yes. Jesus came and He said He came to fulfill the law of Moses. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Ten Commandments, for example, the Ten, right. Ten Commandments can be looked at as very religious religion. texts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus came to fulfill that. Mm-hmm. So our religion yes. is Jesus. Right. Yeah. Jesus came to fulfill the law of Moses. He came to fulfill that, fulfilled that religion. So now we understand that our foundation is built on Jesus. The yeah. church's foundation comes back to what I said at the beginning. The church's foundation is not religion. The foundation is Jesus. Jesus. And all things fall into place when Jesus is your foundation. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Let's all stand. Let's all stand. I'll close in prayer real quick and then we'll go party before we gotta go home. Everybody pray with me. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this understanding that's come forth in this room today, God, that we will be proud of the religion that you've established, God, with you as our cornerstone, God, that we will stand on the truth that you've given us and that we'll live the lives, Lord, that you've laid out before us so that we can benefit for your glory. We worship you. We praise you. God, touch every heart in this building today, God, that we will all be changed to be more like you, God. We worship you. We praise you. And in Jesus' name, everybody say, Amen.